This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast, the podcast brought to you by myself, Sarah McDowell, and the wonderful Tasman Sullivan, where we give actionable growth tips and advice so you can optimize your career and not just the algorithms. Uh, so this week, um, I have an awesome, awesome guest joining me to talk all about the benefits of attending conferences. So this week, I have the wonderful Gemma Houghton, who for 15 years has been immersed in, in, in oh, get my words around that one. For 15 years, has been immersed in international digital marketing from running WebCertain's international search summit events, interviewing some of the leading global experts in all aspects of digital for WebCertain.tv to supporting client projects and campaigns. She's seen the good, the bad and the ugly of international websites and campaigns, how the industry and the role of the marketer has evolved, and the common challenges and frustrations facing global digital marketers across the globe. Hello, Gemma. Hi, Sarah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for giving up your time and discussing everything to do with conferences for the next half an hour with me. Very happy to do it, yeah, absolutely one of my favorite topics. How are we doing? Because obviously, uh, so last week, we had Brighton SEO and we got to meet in person, which was which was great. But yeah, have you recovered from Brighton SEO? Because it's always, it's an amazing event, right? But quite intense. Yeah, I think that's the case for most conferences, actually. They are quite, there's so much to take in. There's so much that goes on. It's a really busy, packed few days, which is always really fun, really interesting. But yeah, it does take you a few days to decompress afterwards and uh, process everything that you've kind of learned and experienced and talk to but yeah it was a great event as usual and lovely to get to see people and meet you of course in person which makes doing this today much nicer yeah definitely definitely because um I think definitely in like the SEO industry like you meet and talk to people a lot online don't you um so it's really amazing when you have an event in person where you get everyone together um I mean I loved it and I was exhausted afterwards. I mean, some of it was self-inflicted. I will put my <laughs> hands up and say, I think on the Thursday night, I ended up in Pop World until two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, that is always a risk. It's always a risk. <laughs> yeah. You get, I just get too caught up in it all and I just want to be part of everything. But that is part of the experience as well, isn't it? And part of the whole being there and yeah, yeah just 
that's fun and that Definitely. gets you to enjoy the enjoy the time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I've obviously said what today's topic is going to be about. So I think a really sensible place for us to start is, um, yeah, like why why should we be attending conferences? So what do you find that you get out of attending things like Brighton SEO or other conferences? Yeah, so I suppose partially from my perspective, it's maybe a little bit different because we run an event ourselves. So I'm always kind of going with like kind of the event head on, like what are they doing that we could be doing? What's better? What, you know, don't you think is so great? And maybe just trying to meet people from the perspective of potentially other speakers or sponsors and that kind of thing. But generally, if, for conferences, I think there probably are two really main reasons that it, they're good for people in general. So one we've touched on, which is meeting people in person. So I think, you know, often you'll have yeah, spoken to people online, followed people online, read content from people, whatever it is, and actually being able to meet, meet them in person and have conversations is really valuable, as well as just people who you meet there without planning to or without any prior knowledge of them. But it's just a great way to kind of mm. get talking to people who you otherwise wouldn't um and get to know people make connections that are either just nice to have and people who you can you know connect with and kind of you know share things from or learn from online or also people who maybe you even work with or develop kind of stronger relationships with but it's definitely a really good way to do that um and then the other main reason is obviously learning you know that's what the conferences are also there for and it's about putting on great talks and great ways for people to kind of build their knowledge so And I think this applies regardless of where you are in your kind of career or how long you've been in the industry. For most people, there's still going to be things you can learn, even if you've been going for a while. I mean, Mm. there's some people who say they probably don't learn a lot, but most people, there's always something you can pick up, even if it's just a slightly different approach to something or a different way of looking at it. Um, But certainly for people who are newer um, and haven't been in the industry for so long, they're really great for just, you know, seeing what people are doing, understanding the different approaches out there understanding the different kind of yeah different channels even that people use that maybe you haven't come across so it's um yeah there's a lot that you can learn from and and gain in terms of your own knowledge and then being able to apply that as well definitely and I think you make a good point there so it's not just about learning in the sessions but like as you're talking to um the exhibitors seeing what they're doing and what new tools and resources are available um but also just having conversations with people who work in SEO because they might have different experiences than what you might have or they might have tried something or thought about something in a different angle that you've never even thought about and also you don't know who you end up talking to like for example just before leaving Brighton SEO I managed to bump into John Mueller um he was like I don't know how would you explain who John Mueller is is for people who don't know him it's like the spokesperson of Google right um yeah so he works at Google and he does a lot of interaction between SEOs and and like explaining how things work or answering questions from SEOs in regards to SEO in regards to Google right I bumped into him and I had a conversation about um, whether or not Google transcribes podcasts audio, right? And that was just a conversation as I was exiting the building. And it was a quick two minute, three minute, five minute conversation. But it got me thinking about I, things. I so, think that's the great thing. Yeah. You kind of pick up little nuggets. And I think there can sometimes be this feeling that you've got to go to a conference and come away with, you know, notebooks full of 
amazing new ideas that are totally blow your mind and yes sometimes you might and that's great but actually just sometimes one or two things you could pick up one thing that if it if it relates to something you're working on it maybe is if you've been really struggling with something or finding it difficult to you know achieve something and you get one bit of information that helps you do that then then it's been worth it you know it could save you hours and hours of time it could you know save you lost revenues if you figure out a way to do something quicker you know that it doesn't have to be that you come away having learned everything and a million things and and something from every talk as long as you pick up something useful then you could you know that's that's Mm -hmm. great or as well I think the other thing that it's always about learning new things but actually what a conference can be really great for is validating what you already know because you know people really you know yes. you do doubt yourself and if you work especially if you work maybe in a small team or maybe you're the only person even doing SEO or doing marketing in a business or you know you're very much in that little bubble of your company and how you do things or or what you learning from the people just very closely around you and and often you can kind of wonder am I doing it right do I really know what I'm doing and I've been there before mm. where I've come out of a talk and thought I didn't really necessarily learn anything particularly new but what I have done is kind of consolidated that what I'm doing here is is right or that I'm following an approach that others do and that sometimes gives you then the confidence to keep going with something you're working on and and so that's equally as valuable as coming away with something new I think. 100% because that validation um so a lot like you hear SEOs having this imposter syndrome or doubt like I doubt myself all the time like am I doing the right thing? Does this make sense? But like, yeah, get, coming away from a talk where it does validate or even just yeah. as you're in conversation, you get someone's opinion and they're like, yes, I've done that. Like, or that makes sense. And that's only going to make you feel confident. So then when you go back to the, your business or whatever project you're working on freelance, yeah. you know that you've got that confidence that what you're doing is where is it makes sense. And you're yeah. not and often as the marketing own. team or person or the SEO you, you might have to justify to others in the business who don't really know about it why you're doing something and actually being able to say well actually I was at a conference last month or last week and and th- this was talked about or there was an example of how x company's done it and this is what we're trying to do here can also really be helpful as well because it's then not just you yeah. know gives you that extra ammunition when you're having conversations yeah because lot, uh, lots of the talks as well um, yeah. give like case studies, don't they? Or ex- um, examples. So yeah, that's a great way to sort of then go back to stakeholders, exactly. your boss, other people. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So obviously when we're talking about conferences, um, there are conferences that are in person um, and there's yeah. ones that are virtual. Now, my thoughts on this, because you could be like, well, what's better? And I think there's benefits and disadvantages of both. So, for example, I can see virtual conferences being really good for those who aren't too comfortable with a conference setting. Like, um, they're, yeah, they get a bit anxious around people, especially like big conferences where there's loads of people, right? Um, But then on the flip side... um, in person it's all part of it it goes into the experience right so um and you're taking yourself away from the company so you can focus and all of these things so would you agree that there's like disadvantages and benefits absolutely I think there definitely is so obviously you know it was we all only ever ran in-person conferences, really. We've done webinars and things, but we only ever did in-person conferences. COVID, like everybody, we were like, oh, well, we better do something virtually. So we started doing some virtual conferences. And there are definitely benefits to both. So like you mentioned, some people just aren't comfortable 
in big crowds and especially since COVID obviously even that's heightened for some people who really still aren't ready to travel and also some people just can't travel whether it's financial whether it's health whether it's family you know whatever it is it's not practical to fly to another place and Mm. um or you know if the conference is not near where you live it could be several days out and and money so I think it, it makes it more accessible for people definitely um and you know the other good thing about online is that you can dip in and out maybe so if sometimes that you know you don't want to go for two full days to an event and attend every talk there might just be two talks that you really want to hear so you can just kind of dip into those so that's good um I think the disadvantage is that we're already on computers a lot you sat behind a screen Mm. so it I I think it can be quite hard to really focus on somebody talking online for a long time so one webinar an hour you can do but when it's hour after hour it can start to become a bit hard to kind of focus and with the best will in the world you're spending you know you end up checking your emails or just doing something alongside it and you don't focus I think necessarily or it's harder to keep that focus and you mentioned about you know the in-person it's kind of a break from the business and that is another big benefit of going to a conference I think that it just gets you out of your kind of space yes you might have to check the odd email or pick up something and you're there but generally you're kind of out for the day you're not working or the the week whatever it is and you can totally focus on being there Mm. whereas when you if you join online I think for a lot of people it feels like you're not really at a conference so therefore you still should be working alongside it and then you don't necessarily get to really absorb all the information but I think that's where mindset can help, right? So even if yeah. it's online, if you like block that time out in your calendar, like you would yeah. in person or you sort of say like, I'm I'm not available and you have the willpower, you um, turn notifications off and um, and with your point as well is like you're, you're in front of a screen and it can be overwhelming. There's things that you can do where like, um between the talks um take a break right stand outside get some fresh air (laughs) yeah I think it's really important to treat it as if you were actually there Mm. but I think that's something that people don't do very well Mm. um, yeah definitely definitely so because it's really easy to get distracted right and like when I'm away from the business I feel more at ease of like not always having to check but when I'm online because yeah. I yeah. can see that notification I'm like oh what is that so I definitely think turning things off you know shutting down everything and, and focusing on it is really important and mm. um, you do of course miss the networking options so for some people that's fine they're not interested in that they don't want to talk to anybody so it's perfect but if you do I think some platforms are great the one we've used is really set up for networking and it encourages that and it has tables where you can sit and 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 everyone can talk who's on that table and it's it's good but people don't really use it that much to be honest like generally a lot of people as soon as the talk ends you know they do turn off the camera partly maybe because they need that break in between the talks but also because it's just can be a bit awkward you don't know who you're going to be talking to and then maybe the, the the you know internet connections lagging so the conversation's a bit awkward and all of these can I think put people off so with the online I think the networking element is less likely to happen and if it does it doesn't feel as natural as just standing in a room with people having a conversation and letting that flow and and so I do think that is where in person really has its benefits but again it's all personal preference and I think it's great that there are options for everybody so that you can do a bit of everything so to those who are a little more introverted or they find crowds or people um a little overwhelming but they they want to they want to go to 
in person? What tips would you suggest for people to deal with that situation? So I think it is much more common now for people to openly say, like, I don't like this. I'm, I'm not comfortable. I need my space. You know, I think maybe even a few years ago, it was almost like nobody would have ever said that. But now I think people are. And I think you absolutely can go to a conference and not have to get involved in everything. So if you really don't want to do any networking, you know, you can still go in person. You don't have to go to the networking drinks. You don't have to go to the exhibition hall. You don't have to go to the lunch that's been organised. You can just go to the talks and then go for a walk, go and do some sightseeing, go back to your hotel. And that's absolutely fine. I think if you want to do a bit of everything, it's just about picking and choosing maybe Mm. so don't if you know you're going to be overwhelmed you know that you can't kind of cope for a long time choose the one networking event that you think suits you most maybe it's kind of straight after the conference in that in the venue rather than having to go to a different venue where it's maybe louder and a bit busier maybe it's just a lunch that's organized for you know on a particular topic or by a particular group so that you do something but you're not kind of involved in everything and I just think you don't not feeling like you are duty bound to to attend yeah. things and to have a great time and be posting photos to the, you know, the bar at three o'clock in the morning if you don't want to do that that's absolutely fine if you do it's also fine as we've discussed but it's not everyone has to stay in Popwell till two o'clock in the morning <laughs> if they want to they can if they don't they don't and I think there's a lot more people that just say no I've had a good day now I'm going home and that's yeah. you know hotel or whatever and I'll come back so I think here what we're saying is boundaries have boundaries stick to them and don't feel bad for saying no you can say no to stuff like and also make sure so um make sure you you're factoring in time to recharge your batteries like however that is so with Brighton SEO you've got the pier you've got the beach go and stand and look at the waves for a bit like whatever (laughs) whatever helps you or whatever you want to do just have a pause from it and and take that time and I think I think then it then you can it's just yeah not feeling pressured that you have to be doing what you think other people are doing because the pictures you see and the people sharing on social are the ones who are loving that and who are out doing it the people who have gone back to the hotel to have a quiet evening aren't really sharing it, but there's people doing it. Yeah. You won't be the only one and you just have to do whatever is right. And I think another good thing can be having somebody there. So if I think for a lot of people, it can feel overwhelming. If you don't know many people and you're kind of going on your own, you suddenly feel, wow, I'm in this huge space. Everyone seems to know each other and it's all, And how do I kind of navigate that? So I think if you can go with, you know, a colleague or a friend or somebody else, from, you know who you know who you can kind of attend together that can be just great so you don't feel on your own and you can kind of work together to get involved in things if you want to or connecting with people online first and arranging to meet people there so it mm. doesn't have to be somebody you know well but I've seen it before for quite a few events where people will kind of post in the weeks before saying I'm coming on my own does anybody want to kind of buddy up and meet up to go together or if you are in any kind of groups, if there's a community for the event, or if, say, you know, for example, Women in Tech SEO community, there was a lot of people from that community at Brighton, put a post in saying, you know, I'm coming, does anybody want to meet the night before just to get to know each other? Or does somebody want to meet and go to the conference together? And I would be very surprised in most cases, if you don't find somebody else who's really thinking, oh, thank goodness, you know, I'm here on my own too. And just having somebody with you can really help that overwhelming feeling that Mm. you don't feel like on your own and you've just got someone to sit with or talk to or get a coffee with and that can often help to lead to you getting involved in more conversations if you want to because you don't feel quite so kind of exposed being by you yes 100 100 and you make such a good point about like um 
how you said earlier about those people who are going home and having alone time and just sitting in that they're not sitting in their hotel room right they're not going to necessarily be sharing that but it doesn't mean it's not happening yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah awesome so we are going to take a short break um and when we come back uh we're going to be discussing more about conferences like um how to decide which ones to go to um how to make the most out of them which i think we've already kind of covered but i feel like yeah we're going to talk about more stuff uh so yes we will be right back Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasmin are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. Um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. We are back with all those conferences out there. Mm -hmm. How do we decide which ones to go to? And like, how many how many should you be going to a year? I think this is where we get to use the classic uh, SEO answer of it depends. Yay, we've got it in. Yes. Um, Yeah, I think it really does depend on what it is that you want to get out of the conference. So there are a lot of conferences, a lot of really good ones. So I think it's really thinking about what it is that you want. So some are very niche and specific. So I think if you are interested in a really specific area, so there's obviously kind of industry specific things like, you know, there's quite a few around the SaaS industry, travel, that kind of thing. So maybe if you're in that, if those industries, you might want to go to something that you know you're going to be meeting people and hearing talks that are all focused on your industry. Um, Equally, there are events like ours you know that are focused very specifically on an area within that so international for example so if you're not doing if you're working on a very low you know a local bakery trying to get that you know more visibility you're not going to come to our event because it's not going to be useful for you if you're trying to launch new websites in different markets it would be really useful so I think it's looking at the agendas and thinking is there something very specific I want if it's something more general and you you're more kind of just looking for general talks and quite a wide range then obviously there are things you know there's Brighton SMX you've got quite a lot of different events that talk about these topics and then it's probably down to maybe looking at the agendas and seeing you know which top talks resonate most maybe thinking about just logistics which ones are actually you can get to which ones you've heard good things about and you want to go or you know that there's going to be people there and even where you want to go and visit and you can tag a weekend trip along to it you know there's many reasons you can make a decision and actually it probably doesn't matter that much in that you're going to get something as long as it's one that's in your kind of remote industry you will find things that are useful um, you will meet nice people there. So I think it is about, you know, what what have you heard about? What do you want to get out of it? And then making the call on that. And in terms of how many to go to, again, it's there's not really an answer, is it? I think if you've got specific, you know, 
challenges coming up and areas that you really need to learn more about, you might want to go to more or if you're going with the purpose of networking, of kind of building up your client base or you're kind of trying to maybe you're going out freelancing. So you're trying to kind of build your network, those kind of things, then obviously you might go to more just as a way of meeting people and, and getting involved more. But I think it really depends, you know, it'll depend on availability, it'll depend on budget, it'll depend yeah. on a lot of things. And there are, of course, you know, online things you can do, loads of webinars, loads of blogs and guides and videos and things. So it's not as if it's the only place that you can learn um, or indeed meet people. So I think it is just about, yeah, how much you enjoy them, what budgets you've got, what your goals are, and then mm. go from there. I suppose as well, uh, you've got to be realistic with um, projects and how big your team is and stuff like yeah. that, right? So, yeah, um, I, it does depend. I know it's it's the answer that us <laughs> SEOs like to say. But... But it's true, <laughs> it is. So we've kind of been talking about um, how you get the most um, drawing. So you said about like... Um, messaging people to connect with or like things that you can do during um so what I'm gonna ask is three tips I think three three is a good number right yeah three tips for ways to get the mate for ways to get the most out of events before during and after so three tips for each one three for each okay is that too much no no we can do it I'm just checking yeah. out we can do it Okay, so before I think the first one is think about why you're going and have a clear goal in mind. So if that goal is just to have a nice time and meet people, that's fine. But just know what it is that you're going for, because if you are going, it can be you can think, oh, I'll go. And if you don't have a bit of a plan, it can be quite easy to just get swept up in what's going on and then come back and think, oh, I didn't actually do. So if it is you want to speak to certain vendors to see what solutions they have, make sure you've got that. So you do that. Make sure you know which talks you definitely want to go to and where they are and when they're on so that you can plan it. Um, and then the other one I think before is just, yeah, try maybe reach out to some people and, and build that a bit of a connection before you go so that it, it makes it more of an enjoyable experience. Then once you're there, my top tip definitely about the learning side is about asking questions and making sure you get the information you've gone to find. So it can be quite overwhelming for a lot of people to ask questions in sessions. Some in cases like at Brighton, some of the talks there just wasn't time or the rooms are too big to even allow that. So that doesn't happen. But I really think if you go to a talk and there's, you know, you it's interesting, you, you it's something relevant and you want to know more. There's something that you either haven't fully understood or you want to kind of dig into more. You'd like a bit more, you know, examples of how it can be used differently ask the question because you'll regret not you know this is the time for you to really get information that can really really help you make a difference to the work you're doing save you time save you stress make you money so don't shy away from asking questions and if you don't get the chance or you don't feel comfortable doing it in front of the whole group if you can find the speaker afterwards you know depending on the size yeah. of the event and and ask them in person or connect with them online they will undoubtedly have shared where you can follow them on social and I've never, ever met a speaker yet who isn't happy when people follow up after their talk. You know, the, the speakers want to hear what you thought of it. They, If you've got a question that you, you know, found their talk interesting and you want to know more, that's great for them. You know, they're going to be thrilled about that. And they want to help as well. They want to feel like they've added value. So they're not going to mind. They're going to be happy. So ask that question. And very rarely might they not reply. And maybe that's probably just because they're busy or they haven't seen it. I really think that's the worst that could happen. But most likely you'll get a reply, they'll share some resources, they'll share some examples, and that could really help you. So don't 
feel like oh they wouldn't want to hear from me or I can't ask that question ask the question Mm, yes so that I think the top tip and then the other one is just to if you can if you want to don't let feeling like you're not you don't know people or you're not kind of very good at SEO or you're not worthy of it stop you from getting involved because that's not how it works it's not a case that people only want to talk to people who've got 10 years experience and have Mm. written 50 blog posts so don't feel that you can't go to something or get involved because you just knew or you don't know a lot you haven't got anything to add because you will have and you've got yourself to add and it's just about meeting people getting there so find ways to do it that make you more comfortable like I said maybe joining something through a group that you're part of or smaller lunches or things but do don't feel that you can't get involved because you don't already know everybody because that's also not not true and it's it will mean that you don't get as much out of it as you could have done yes yeah great great tips 100% agree with all of them and yeah definitely the last one um because there's been times where I'm like like yeah why do why do people care about what I think or what I say but then that's not the attitude to have because we're all working on different things together we've all got our own like um experiences thoughts do you know what I mean everyone's valid (laughs) everyone's opinion and again you don't know who you might meet you might just meet somebody who you actually do work on very similar projects and you both can really then in the future really help each other out you might meet somebody who will invite you on their podcast you know you don't know what might happen and um it can be really yeah so I think yeah it's definitely worth thinking about that and then post event I think in terms of the learning side of it is try and kind of go through your notes or or fairly quickly after because otherwise you will kind of forget things just kind of make it doesn't have to be in detail but just thinking through what it is that you've kind of picked up where you want to follow up you know are there any resources the speakers suggested that you really want to go and read are there any kind of things you want to test as a result of what you've heard Mm. and kind of make a bit of a priority list you're never going to be able to do everything and all the ideas you've got but prioritize you know what makes most sense for your business or your project or your clients and, and make and write that down and another good thing can be to kind of write a blog post or do a presentation for your team internally kind of highlighting your key takeaways or what you've learned because that is just a good way sometimes for you to kind of make sure you've understood it all and yeah. for you to crystallize what it is that you know the key points that you've taken away or what you think is going to have value for your business and actually sharing that with others also means they get to learn it which is really nice but also just helps you kind of process it and make sure you kind of yeah. understood it all um, and it might even be as easy as like so all the talks that you went to is there one action that like exactly. just just the one action from all the talks um or a handful of talks not all of them that you can implement and yeah um as well so yeah great great advice um I'm very sorry Gemma but we are running out of time no, time no. is flying isn't it <laughs> Uh, okay so what is the key takeaway you want people to take away from this uh, episode I think it's that conferences and you know, learning in general conferences have got different benefits and that you don't need to it doesn't need to be an amazing learning experience that changes your life to make it worth going that you can get different things out of it whether it's connections whether it's learning whether it's just broadening your perspective and, and getting out of your kind of bubble and comfort zone there's loads of different things to get out of them and they are generally very welcoming very inclusive places more so now than ever so yeah you 
you know haven't been to one or you want to go and don't feel like you've been able to then you should you should do it and always reach out to people whether it's the organizers whether it's other people going whether it's other people you know online just to kind of try and make that you know whatever you maybe need from it or whatever's going to give you the most the best experience try and try and build that in so that you come away having gained something and, and having had a good time awesome great great takeaway so before wrapping up I want to end on one very important question uh what is a one bit of career advice that that you think is the best that you've ever received or heard I think for me it has to be um about not waiting until you think you're perfect for something or at something to do it um because this goes back to when I applied for my job at WebCert and I posted about this not that long ago actually and it was from my dad don't tell him that he gives good advice but I was looking at the job description and said, well, I don't know what all this is. I can't do this. And he, you know, walked me through it and said, well, could you do this? And, and you know, basically made me realise that, yes, I don't know, didn't know what SEO was in detail. And I hadn't done X, Y and Z, but I did have the skills. I did have the mm. experience. And, you know, here I am now. And I think it's really true that whether it's applying for a job and we know that, you know, especially women, especially underrepresented groups are, you know are less likely to apply for things unless they feel like they're overqualified almost that you really shouldn't say whether it's a speaking opportunity whether it's um you know just doing a bit of work that you are worried about sharing or that you don't feel confident in doing don't wait until you think you know everything about a topic to to try and do something or to write about it or to um do a test on it just do it try it the worst that happens is it doesn't go brilliantly but yeah. you'll learn from it and mostly you'll you will do well you'll do fine and it shouldn't put you off doing it so yeah I do think that is probably something that we all need to remember more than we do awesome I love that advice and I hope people are paying attention so when we ask people to come on the podcast they just come yeah <laughs> they put themselves forward. do it just do it lovely great so before finishing because earlier you teased about um that you have a you have an event a conference yeah. which is the international search summit uh so yeah t like talk to us when is it what is it why 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 should we go okay so yeah the international search summit is about international search unsurprisingly um so it's a conference that we have run at website since 2008 and um, so it's been going in, in smaller scale but for a long time and it is always intention has been to just dig into the topics around international SEO international PPC generally international marketing that doesn't get covered elsewhere because we know that often things are talked quite generally um at conferences but there are quite a lot of nuance there are quite a lot of issues that are very specific when you are trying to roll out a site in multiple languages to different countries whether it's technical considerations language culture all of those things are quite different um so Basically, the conference focuses on all of the things you need to think about when you're doing things from an international perspective. Um, so our next one is in Barcelona in November 22. Um, and this is going to be our biggest one yet. We've already outsold previous events, so we're very excited about it. We've got speakers from, I think, 16 countries and attendees from 26 countries. So it's a really it's an international event in, in theme and in attendance. And um, so if you are in any way involved in international campaigns and websites, whether it's for your own business or for clients then it is definitely an event to check out it's in Barcelona it's next one so what can you go wrong we've got the networking we've got the yeah the really good catering excellent there I must say so um yeah 
it's just a great event for again all of the things we've talked about learning things getting the answers um to you know challenges that you've got whether it's from speakers or from other people attending and just building up your network so awesome love to see everyone there everyone everyone (laughs) so yes i will in the show notes i will definitely make sure that we include a link uh to more information so um a web page where people can go and check that out so thank you so much for joining me today it's been yeah really enjoyed it if people want to carry on the conversation they want to ask you questions or they just want to chit chat where can they find you so uh the best places are linkedin and twitter probably so Gemma Houghton and Gem Houghton on Twitter so you can find me there and yeah very happy to connect with anybody love to have a chat if anyone's got any questions about yeah attending running being at speaking at conferences whatever it might be always happy to talk about that wonderful yeah hopefully also some other in-person events over the next year or so now that we're able to go back to them yes nice to do things in person and not be locked locked away mm-hmm. locked up <laughs> so and again i'll make sure that i put all your uh, links to the social um things that you said uh, so wonderful right um thank you very much for joining me Gemma. and yes goodbye thanks a lot speak to you soon bye Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasman are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our buy me a coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. um, So that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much.